Yeah, I'm not sure what was going on with that that whole boyfriend thing. You know how I know it's 2018? He said that, and everybody was like, Mwah. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even hear about that. What did he say? Well, on Saturday morning, I think I woke up to news that uh, Jaden Smith said, Tyler doesn't want to say, but Tyler's my motherfucking boyfriend, and he's been my motherfucking boyfriend my whole fucking life. Yeah, he was like very uh, repetitive with that. <laughs> yeah, for, boyfriend for life. Yeah, that that shit is real. I don't even know. I was about to call it 2018. Everybody being accepting of each other, and I'm saying not judging all that stuff. Everybody's beautiful, blah, 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 blah. We know that's a fact. However, 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 I just have to access, and I promise you I'm going to tie it back into the football. Yo, at what point do we stop just, like, thinking it's cool to be weird for weird sake? Because now it just seems like people just saying weird stuff and doing weird stuff for weird sake. Bro, I mean, you, 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 could, you, could, you could blame it. You could blame it on, like, millennials. I mean, I I blame it on I hate social that media. Term. I know, yeah, me too. That's I'm why talking, I said I'm talking I don't about know. the actions of certain certain people. Uh, I don't know. Like, why, they, why why does why does James Conner have the cut that he does? Yo, really? that irks me. Really? That's well, really that's, a PA thing. That's a Texas but, thing, no? Yeah, I about to say yeah. That's a Texas. That's a Texas style cut. Oh, that's that's different. That so, that aside, because because this bad people with crazy cuts and hair now, but it's just I don't know. I feel like all of that is for social media, like. That's that's the whole thing. Everybody wanted like even Takashi in itself, his his whole persona is based on attention. Uh okay, first off, 6ix9ine got beef with YG, correct, Greg? Yeah. Okay, YG has no beef with his team, the LA Rams. No, nah, he shouldn't. Ah, uh, y'all like how I did that. <laughs> you feel <laughs> <laughs> nice little like- segue. Nice little segue. You're listening to The Pocket Watch, a weekly football show produced by The Rec. The Pocket Watch is hosted by Joe Malord. Dak Prescott is a biracial Mark Sanchez. Let's talk about it. Greg Giles. Their defense is terrible. Damos Arrow. Yo, what if they traded for Le'Veon Bell? And Steve Castillo. There's nothing happening to the ratings. In fact, the ratings are going up. Now let's get to today's show. I guess they got the win. They also got a big loss. Cooper Cup. Out for ACL. I know them when I see them, man. I know them when I see them now. And I'm saying, welcome to the fraternity, Cooper Cup. <laughs> Very relatable now, huh? Well, that's his number. That's Jared Goff's number one target. The Rams defense looks less impressive than I thought it was at the beginning. I've of the been season. told you. I've been told you guys. I don't care about any injuries. They they don't have have it on the back end, bro. Yeah. Well, now I'm starting to come around on your criticism, Steve. And we know that this schedule continues to be tough. Y'all still have to visit them later in the season. <sighs> I guess I, I guess I have to. I guess what I'm, I'm starting to say is they are re- hereby replaced as my favorite for the NFC by the obvious candidate, which is the Saints who beat them. Yeah, the Saints are nice, man. Any any uh, objections? Yeah. Any objections? No, I mean I I've, I've been saying the Saints were nice though. This that was there. They they had the the film and and they got the players that that showed that they could and you know should have actually probably won that game that they did based on everything you just mentioned about the Rams. My biggest thing too is that um just ex- to me experience is a big thing. Um having Drew Brees and and a guy like um Trump Payne as well that's big and the double hundred monster that is Kamara and Thomas um Kamara and Ingram that's huge. Then you got somebody like um like Michael Thomas on the outside, just being able to stretch the field, not even needing to stretch the field to make an impact on that team. All around, that team is good. Um, and Drew Brees, he's at that point where he's having career year, a career year as well, but um, a very low-key one. And um, he's just getting the job done. It's it's crazy when you look at it. 
when you look at uh, how quarterbacks are aging right now, when you look at, at Eli's and Brady's right now, and then you go on the other side and you look at, at Breeze and how he's performing, lets you know um, that the Saints definitely are a team to be reckoned with. Um, definitely somebody that can arguably be the NFC favorite right now. Um, and, and due to injuries, I mean, I feel like you can't really... I'm not going to say you can't really. I just feel like it's it's more debatable now to be able to have that debate about who's the best team in the NFC now. It's not pretty much a given that it's going to be the Rams anymore. So um, it's fun. The AFC is definitely more fun now as well. And that matchup next week is looking mighty delicious. Yeah, they they actually got a small victory that they get that as a home game, like yes, officially yes. now, as yeah. opposed to... Yeah, do they ever week. have a home game? Well, I know, yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, exactly. To elaborate, obviously, the game that was supposed to be played in Mexico City, which I thought was a lit idea, keyword idea, in actuality, they were going to play Azteca, right, Steve? And if, yes, there, if there's anything that we know about Azteca, it's not the turf to be playing football football on. Not right now. It looked like a, a health hazard for players, especially after one of their players just had a bad knee injury. Um, it's moved from Mexico City. It's going to be in L.A., you make the obvious point, is there ever a home game? Because obviously they just moved to L.A. Um, and that's so. always a big, that's always my biggest thing with them too as well. Like I like I told Dom a couple pods ago, man, that home field advantage, that play, that pays dividends, man. In a game like that, especially when you're, you're, you're let's say they're on a final drive. I mean, just, perfect example, last year, that Eagles and Brams game, Jared Goff had to tell people to be quiet and they weren't being quiet. I mean, th- those are things that, that are going to affect an offense no matter what, especially a team that that plays the play action and a lot of um, run-pass options that they do as an offense and a lot of stuff at the line that golf has actually matured and, and done better this year. So, um, yeah, the Saints, have the, the Saints get that home field advantage. We already know what it is to play in the Dome, especially with Breeze in the Dome. That's, like, automatic. Yeah, uh, Chiefs versus Rams. Honestly, we were looking at that since the beginning of early in the season when I said that it's the best international game. It's obviously no longer an international game. But, yo, the funny thing about you and the case that you made for the Saints, it was also a case you made that your own team is going to go 4-6 and six next week. Because <laughs> 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 y'all playing away. Y'all playing in the Dome, just like y'all mentioned. Oh, they on man. fire. Uh, Steve, and they were not supposed to take that loss to the Cowboys on Sunday night. Yo, but not for nothing. Football is weird, so like yeah, we, that, can it is weird. We, can, we can have this discussion. We can have this discussion, and then next week we talking about how the Eagles are 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 five and five and still have a chance in the NFC least this oh. year. So, um, but no, I mean you're totally right. Um, this is probably the second worst loss of the year. That Panther one, that Panthers game is still probably the worst loss this year. Um, but this one it, it holds more weight to me. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, um, obviously, they're division foes. Of course. Um, so that was big. Um, that's always big. And secondly, we had, we had two game. games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had we had the home game advantage. Um, we've been, what, 11-2 and two in the last 13. Um, and like I said, we had two two weeks to, to prepare for these guys. Um, exactly what I was killing Jason Garrett and the Cowboys for last week when they played the Titans and they looked completely just not prepared for for the task at hand. And and that's what you saw with the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles struggled to even muster up three points in that first half. And for a team that's playing at home after a bye week um, and a team that's notorious for their time with Andy Reid, um, undefeated after bye weeks, which Andy Reid still has that record, um, 
it, it's it's something that we as fans aren't used to and we as fans don't want to deal with. Steve, um, Steve, so you just mentioned struggling to score in the first half. I want to mention some of the criticisms I heard from people in NFL media about the Eagles. You tell me what you think. The team is built to have turnovers. They're not first in turnovers. They don't score that much in the first uh, quarter and they're supposed to be a team that plays with the lead. Your thoughts? Uh, I agree with majority of that. I mean, for the most part, we are. Uh, this defense is meant to be uh, a high turnover team. Um, and last year, you can obviously tell um, that they were a bend don't break defense. And when they needed to get the stop or a turnover, they were able to dig deep and and honestly get that. But people are forgetting this this team. We're, we're playing with practice squad members, bro. Yeah, like, I was, I was about trotting. to say, who, who are y'all corners now that Darby it, is out? It, Alvin, that's exactly well, it. The, the, we just the lost defensive Darby line as well. as well. The defensive line as well. Yeah, exactly. We lost Dar- uh, Barnett. Um, we still didn't get Jernigan back this year. So that defense in all is just terrible. I mean, my biggest my biggest grip this year for real um, would be Mike Groh, new New Year's uh, offensive coordinator, replaced Reich, um, and he. This has to fall on him, um, him and Peterson, because Peterson is this offensive guru. Um, showed that last year, obviously. Um, and yet here we are, a team coming off a Super Bowl, can't figure out how to score in first quarters or first halves for that matter, um, and just struggling to to even get some kind of continuity. Um, plus, just having no run game. I mean, the, the run game right now, we all know, um, even if you have a serviceable run game, I mean, as long as you're able to set up that play action, you'll be f- good in this league, which we saw the Cowboys do this Sunday against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Having Zeke just feast was able, it was really easy for Dak to set up that play action. It was actually the most play action completions that Dak has had in, in his career versus the Eagles. So um, that, that, that was definitely something that stuck out to me. Um, it, it just, the Eagles right now just too hurt. I think this is a big, big, issue especially after the super bowl hangover and people forget that going into the super bowl last year alone we were already dealing with injuries so yeah and everybody's aging Yo, you know what? That's why that's so important for that fan base. Like you think about it, Eagles didn't have a didn't have a, a super bowl at all. Their best chance, yo, it's so important to squeeze out the 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 super bowl while you can because yo, so many teams in sports we seen in all across like so many sports, baseball, basketball, football, like everybody thinks that there's a big window. Carson Wentz is a young is a young player. But yo, if they don't get that Super Bowl last year with by the margins that they got it against the team that they got it against, I, Steve, you would have been the sickest person seeing this collapse right now. It's not a total this this midseason collapse. I'm not gonna say a total collapse because like you said, NFC at least. Uh one thing I would like to add is the fact that you just talked about the Cowboys losing to the Titans. All of a sudden, that loss doesn't look so bad. It was a bad one, but it doesn't look so bad when the Titans take care of the Patriots. 24-point win against them. We've seen Brian Horrier at the end of the game, which I don't think I've ever seen since he got to, since he got to the Patriots. Um, Mike Frable got one over on his old head coach. And all of a sudden, I can revive my hate again because I thought there was not going to be, I thought there was not going to be a flaw that I could find in the Patriots, but I found one. They're two and, they're two and three in a row. They're under five. 500 on the road. Yeah, and yep. two two of those, uh, did they play the Lions in Detroit? Yes, two of those yeah. against and, against and his former had, uh, had, protégés. And they had 10 points both games. Right. Nasty. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, you know, Gronk. Gronk is not looking good with that situation. At all, man. I'm saying he's going to be a WWE star by the end of next year. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're Ronda Rousey. Yo, Steve, you like to talk about, you like to give Marcus Mariota flack. Uh, 
he didn't. It wasn't like he was running all over the Patriots this game. He was throwing the ball. Bro, whatever, man. What? <laughs> he is, he is who he is, man. He is who he is, bro. He is who he is at this point. We know what he is. Exactly, the Hawaiian Tyros, Tarod. I'm sorry, Tarod. But um, but it, it. I mean, we know who Mariota is. I mean, he's first of all, he he can't stay healthy a full year. That's one. Two, he's he's pretty inaccurate. Three, he he's a quarterback that you have to work a system around because he obviously has some inefficiencies. Um, and they just don't have enough weapons around him. Let's be real. I mean, um, a lot of plays he has to make. Um, I, I I'm he is who he is, man. I mean, the Titans are obviously going to resign him, keep him. Um, for a team that's focusing more on the defensive side now, um, he's a competent cornerback. Um, something that the Jaguars need, <laughs> and ironically, they face each other this week. So that that's a big game with big implications, especially for that AFC South, especially with the way that um, the Colts are coming back in that division race. is looking kind of crazy in the South right now. Well, well, listen, the, the point number six is exactly what you just mentioned right now. He's also a quarterback that's playing in a, in a division that's wide open because Jacksonville Jaguars are so bad. We're going to get to that. But next two games, Colts and Texans, listen, those two are winnable. There, there's no, none of those are locks for them to lose. We could be talking about them on top of the division two weeks from now after after they play the Colts and Texans. Uh, and they made it last year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or no? Yeah, they, 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 they made it to the playoffs. They made it to the playoffs, and they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. So, so are we gonna we're gonna have to deal with that again. There was like, there were actually one of the teams, one of the two teams in the AFC AFC in general that I thought wouldn't make it back. And I mean, I obviously we didn't expect the AFC South to be this garbage, but um, or at least one of the teams to be this garbage and. Yeah, here we are. But um, Houston, I mean, Houston, they're they're getting over some injuries too, and Deshaun is looking like he's getting back into form. Adding DT was obviously a plus for them. So I mean, that like you said, that that division is completely wide open, and and it's going to be fun to see how it gets towards the end because Jalen Ramsey out here <laughs> making uh some some headlines with some tweets and stuff. So well, yeah, look, but luck, luck, and luck ain't playing like he. He just coming out here just throwing touchdowns. Like it don't even right. matter who who catching him, what's going on. He just slinging it. Right, Yo, right. he tied those 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 shoulder talks, man. That boy, <laughs> man. Right. The one interception that he had wasn't even it was like a crazy ass bobble. Uh, listen, man. I, he, I think he has the most drop passes in the league too. Ironically. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's something that's been consistent throughout his career. So I can't remember the numbers, so I'm not yeah. going to say it as fact, but I think well, that people... Well, you got Chester Rogers catching the I was just about to say that. Well, I, I think I think that people that have been watching Andrew Luck like game to game have always said, like, yo, there's mad interceptions that just be coming off of receivers' hands. But I'll have to say something about their opponents. First off, the Jacksonville Jaguars, we already know, it was always about the defense. Last six games, they've allowed 20, 29 to the Colts, 24 to the Eagles, 20 to the to the Texans, 40 to Dallas, 30 to Kansas City, 31 to the Jets. No, I'm sorry. Sorry. They won. They scored 31 to the on the Jets. That was their last good game, five game losing streak. Uh um, we need we need to continue that. <laughs> lost six out of their last seven. <laughs> Pretty I bad, mean, though. To be honest with you, I mean I can we really fault that defense right now? I mean, it's hard to be an elite nah, defense when you're all. constantly on the field, on the field. man. Exactly, it is. Blake Bortles is—they're starting to see the right. I mean, a lot of a lot of these players—they ain't stupid, man. They 
Jalen Ramsey, I remember that SI uh, interview he had this year about all, all the trash quarterbacks in the league and how he only gave a few uh, their their merits. And then they ask him about Blake, and, and Blake Blake knows his job. Blake, Blake knows what he has to do. That That's cold, bro. He knows he's trash, but he's not going to say that his quarterback trash. They all know he's trash. And, and now you're starting to see it. This is exactly why they needed to make a move for something because – you're not even going to, with Doug Marone as your head coach, you're not even going to do it with your backup. So you need a competent quarterback that would be at least able to manage the clock. Like somebody like Alex Smith would be great for that team. Yeah, ain't no Trent Dilfer story happening here right now. Exactly. And Bortles just stinks, man. That defense is tired. That defense is exhausted. And especially after the run that they had and the way that they lost last year, that shit is deflating, man. And, and I think that shit is sticking with them right now. And that's... It's it's damp damping their their season right now. It's not a good look, honestly. I ain't mad at it, honestly. Like they were never a sexy team that I was looking forward to being on top of the AFC. Nah, we just uh, love uh, sassy Jalen, bro. Uh, <laughs> so y'all y'all love him. <laughs> oh know. come on, man! Some, some of the best I, some of the best Twitter videos I've ever seen in my life. Though, bro, we, we need we need somebody like him in the league. So we ab- we we ab- we absolutely do. We absolutely do. Um, yeah, but I mean, again, we just made the case for right now. Why? Who do you think is going to win at this vision? Actually, I'll just I guess I'll ask that right now because I got Texans. Huh? Damn, that's. Whew. I mean, Jacksonville does have a difficult schedule, and oh man, wait, Jacksonville plays Pittsburgh this week, or is it Tennessee? No, yeah, we we, we played them this week. That's why I said we need oh, to keep that, that losing go. streak going. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's, 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 well, it's, that's it's difficult, a, man. It's, it's 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 the uh, it's the typical away game that Greg always warns us about that the the Steelers are about to underperform. Yeah, because well, look, they play at the Bills, at Tennessee, at Miami, and at Texans. Yeah, the, jug- oh, the, the juggernaut Bills, who's all of a sudden scoring a bajillion points. <laughs> yeah, that that was. <laughs> I I thought that was the one that was going to make Bowles get the 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 the, 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 the bowl cut. And the bowl cut. They, that's what they need to give him. The bowl cut. That's what I'm oh, like, bro. Man. Yo, man, how you how you give up that many points? To, to Matt Barkley. To Matt Barkley making his first start for the Bills. Yo, did, did you talk, see what Jamal Adams said? He said, yo, it's multiple, it's not just Jamal Adams, it's multiple Jets players that's saying, like, yo, we ass. Like when the players themselves are saying, yeah, y'all got us, we ass. <laughs> we still hey, losing. Bro, Matt Barkley was tailgating last week. Fam, I literally had no idea where he was. <laughs> I look like I, I literally had no idea where he was. If you told me that yeah, you say that he tailgating, you say me that he tailgating. I don't. I'm genuinely. Nah, I'm I just genuinely made curious. That up. That's I, my no, point. no, no lie, no lie. I genuinely didn't know if you were kidding or not. <laughs> he was like, probably at a USC tailgate that, without a doubt. Steve, 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 <laughs> bro, a, Steve, that's a exactly what I thought. Caught a touchdown, bro. <laughs> Steve, that's exactly what I thought. An old <laughs> lineman caught a touchdown. Thurston Cole, play fake, Barkley, time, and he finds Dion. Yeah, that's bad, man. And bro, and the bad. and the defense is supposed to be the good part of the team, bro. Yeah, that's that situation is tragic. I don't know what else to say. And, and, and I mean, Sam, Darnold, Sam, Darnold. Yeah, it's like you. Yeah, like you were saying too, Greg. My bad, but nah, go ahead. Th- go ahead. Sa- Sammy's not even progressing. He's actually regressing, and and you guys need to figure that out because there. Were, I don't know if you guys saw there was a graphic last night on ESPN of the 
when the second pick is a running back and the third pick is a quarterback, the running back is completely shitting on the run, on the quarterback. <laughs> so I don't think <laughs> so I don't think you guys want that that history repeating itself Man, right now. And I I've been let my feelings about Legohead be known. How he's oh my goodness. He's You I, can't you can't expect him to thrive in that environment though. <sighs> the defense, that's that's on them letting them score 41 or whatever they had. Yo, so I just checked Mark, Mark Barkley's Instagram on October 26th, which I think he was doing. Watching the, watching the football? Fam, he was at a pumpkin patch with his kids. <laughs> <laughs> the 26th was a Friday. Right. He, ca- yeah, he came in sad. and ran like four plays. <laughs> Jamal Adams really said that you guys didn't even game plan for him. You game plan for Josh Allen. You didn't even have tape on Barkley. But, that's, but, but, that's bad. But that's, that's, LaShawn, that's, not, even, that's not even the first McCoy, time, though. That's not LeSean even first McCoy time didn't like even that. have a touchdown all year, and then he had two against them. Yo, Jamal Adams stays snitching on Todd Bowles because that's not the first time this year that he said that. <laughs> but you need somebody like that, though, he, especially he said, if he's going to he, be your leader. Yeah, no, he said the same thing after the Browns game. He was like, "Yeah, we wasn't ready. We weren't ready for uh, the number one draft pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, that guy, we weren't ready for." Him. Nah, if I'm Todd Bowles, we shooting the fade though. <laughs> that's a fact, though. Like. We could talk about it, but you ain't going to be airing me out week in and week out. <laughs> listen, Facts. listen, man. I tried to hold it down for Todd Bowles, black coach. You know what I'm saying? Elizabeth High alum. My father taught at Elizabeth High. That's that Eastwick shit, bro. I'm telling you. I'm saying, we we, we seen, we, I think a lot of people seen the, the yearbook with him where he had that fro. Still the same smile. Not even the same smile. Still the same face that he has on when he's losing, winning. Tied. Yeah, my my grandfather uh, grew up with his father or something like that too. He's yeah. from Elizabeth, so yeah, mad, the, the, mad history, mad history, no jerseys. But nah. all the connections in the world don't make the Jets <laughs> less ass. <laughs> that's a fact. That is a fact. Yeah, we will find, and that's why, and that's why people coming up today after it's like, oh, Le'Veon's not going to be playing this season. Ah, look like the Jets about to get him. Like that's going to do something. It's gonna, there's going to find a way. They're going to find a way to mess that up, even if that situation happened. Like there would, there would definitely be a way in which that turned ugly, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, who who knows where Le'Veon is going to go at this point? You at this point, he he has to go where the money is. So, oh, without a doubt. I mean, let's be real too: is the transition tag isn't really an option at this time at this point. So, I mean, if he, if we did it, we would do it just to be assholes. Yeah, but I doubt you're going to do that shit for twenty six million. So, um. Uh, I'm pretty Wait, sure you just go, that, that's what it would cost you, yeah. The transition tag? Yeah, 26 mil. Uh, mm-hmm. I just retweeted it. I think Bob, Bob Strum tweeted yeah. it. I mean, knowing the Steelers, they weren't going to do it either way. They just going to move on. Well, we already have. Technically, it would only be like, what, 10, 10 12? Because you yeah. earned the 14 this year? By yeah. Him not signing, yeah. so. Yeah. But, but the good thing is, you saving that, you guys have like six rookies like yeah. a high level producing rookies that that money could go to, so that's pretty good. Nah, nah, that's facts. I mean, in the, in the end, it, it as a Steeler fan, it kind of worked out for both sides. I mean, without being bitter, obviously, about his decision. That's ultimately what it was. It was his decision, and end of the day, James kind of you know we lucked up as far as his production. I've been saying that O line has been good no matter what, so. You know, it's a win-win for everybody. Our team is playing well, and he still, you know, gets the year of rest, and we'll see what happens next year as far as his production when he does get the money he wants. Shout-out to him, though, for actually sticking through with this because a lot of people will cave, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, that's, like I said, when it comes down to business, you know, as a fan, I'm I'm not one of those fans. Of course, like, deep down, 
as a fan, you'd be a little bitter, but <laughs> but still, like, but when you I got James Conner, <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not even one of those guys. Like, yes, he is playing well, but I know, I know that the Steelers, like, we do this every time. Like, we we find decent players who fit our mold and we make it work. When we drafted Le'Veon Bell, nobody knew Le'Veon Bell was going to be this Le'Veon Bell. It just, you know, and, and you guys are wide receiver whisperers, so. Yeah, yeah. So look, I'm I'm not really worried about our offense. I never have been. Yo, so about last night, let me read a couple of headlines to y'all. ESPN.com. Not done yet. Eli Manning leads Giants wow. past the Niners. <laughs> NJ, <laughs> our, our beloved NJ.com slash start the star ledger. Eli Manning's last hurrah? Question mark. Giants, quote unquote, embracing the time to play with greatness. Damn, they yo, beat the 49ers. Yo, Steve, Steve, man. OBJ said seven more. <laughs> One down, seven more to go. You scared, you scared yet? It's a great feeling. You know, we got seven games left. All we can do is win the seven and see what happens. That's it. That's the mentality. Shaking in your uh, boots. Shaking in your Tims. Shaking. <laughs> shaking in joy. I hope they keep winning. Them boys going to win themselves out the top ten. I'll take it, bro. Shaking in your beef and broccolis. My beef and broccoli, <laughs> nah, my butters, my butters. <laughs> but um, I mean, this is the worst thing that could happen to the Giants, man. I- I'm telling you, man. This-, this pretty much, this pretty much solidified them drafting Joey Bosa, bro. That game winning drive. You want to know something funny? That game winning drive is Eli's first game winning drive since the last Super Bowl he won. Yeah, yeah, number thirty six though. And like ironically, I dozen. think they say he was still third with the most game winning drops <laughs> in the NFL since then. Can you believe that? Like. Yo, yo, Steve, yo, Steve, you just made a mistake that we, I I kept making during the season. Nick Bosa, younger bro, coming out of Ohio State, number one pick. No, I'm saying, oh, yeah, yeah, Joey, Joey, Joey's Joey, on the oh, I said Joey. Yo, well, at this point, the, Dula, Gi- the Giants even... won't be getting him. Well, poor Dula. He hasn't even seen Joey this year. Word, word. Um, yo, I'm not even going to entertain anything from last night. Um, not yeah, that like was the all around game. bad, man. George Kittle. George George Kittle was... was yo, George I want to add... This good. is what I want to ask you guys. He's top three, right? Who, Kittle? Yeah. Tight end, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, right now, yeah, I, I would say so. You you mean just pure talent or... or like, you talking around. about... I, I feel like he, he's... Honestly, he's just the... the Probably behind Kelsey, he's probably the second best. Yeah, yeah, all around nah, tight nah, end. Nah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, er, Ertz obviously can have that discussion with the year he's having. He's leading majority of the re- even receivers in this league. But um, Kittle, I mean, all around and on a bad team, I mean, yeah. he's he's doing great, and he's been doing this since last year too. Caught nine passes last night. I see some some uh, articles making the case that he's the second best in the league, second best, not even top five. But that's a that's a Niners blog though. Um. What I was about to bring up is this, because I thought it was an interesting discussion. Um, is Eli Manning Hall of Fame? Now, I just would like to bring up one argument that I saw, <laughs> which is, I forgot who it was, from, who it was from, but basically the argument was saying we shouldn't overthink this. He had two of the greatest, most memorable Super Bowl performances ever. That's well, Jason. That's Jason Witten said something similar to that yesterday, and and Booger McFarland was like, "Nah, fam." He's still not Hall of Fame, which you know I I don't know, man. That's that's a tough one. See, 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 Greg. Here's here's my thing, and it's I'm not one of these people. I'm one of the the people that always uh, argues against how much importance we place on a quarterback and how much we place on rings. But yo, the people that vote and the people that decide people's legacies, like for a living, it seems like they always place an importance on rings. They always place an importance on aura and great feats. Yeah, and the whole the whole comeback, I'm saying reputation, 
quote unquote, the whole like those two, those two Super Bowls were cra- like the manner in which they won them. Like, but I'm just thinking about was... the voters. I'm just thinking about the voters now. But that was it. Like, I I mean, Thank you. If, if I'm being honest, like, yeah, that was it, though. Like, you could have two great Super Bowl runs and still not make the Hall of Fame, as far as I'm concerned. Have we even, look, have we even seen that? You said, have we seen that happen yeah. before? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, Because I'm not sure every quarterback who, you know, won some Super Bowl. But, I mean, but look, think about all the Super Bowls. I mean, all the quarterbacks who, who probably aren't Hall of Fame who won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, just because you won one more, are we really going to make that jump to Hall of Fame? What else What else are we are we basing it off of? Because somebody like Phillip Rivers, who doesn't have a Super Bowl, you could mm-hmm. argue has had a better career. Mm-hmm. And Most he came in at the same time. And, 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 I don't, and I don't know that he's going to get it. That's the funny thing. No, nah, you know, see, Rivers is going to get it. You're crazy. He's going to because of his, just because his numbers yeah, are yeah, and, 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 and he had so many seasons where he finished 4,000. You could, uh, I was just having this conversation with you-know-who the other day. You could argue that he was the best quarterback in that draft. Yo, the Giants, this is a funny, this is a very funny thing with that draft because they got Eli Manning. It looks like he was the worst, he was not, he was the worst of the three major quarterbacks that was in that, that draft and it still worked out for them. Because of those two runs. Because you just need a competent quarterback. That's it. That's all you need in this league. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, especially if you got a defense. No, I was about to say the first one, it was Michael Strahan's last year, but it was OCU Manura when he was coming up. And then it was Justin Tuck the second time around. And then, but, like, man, but, and you yeah. still had Antonio Pierce. You still, you had, they yeah, had yeah, yeah, guys yeah. on the outside if, too, man. They, yeah. they had numbers. Then they still had Plaxico on offense. They had, um, they had Toomer. They 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 had they, they still have Shockey Manningham. for one of those, right? Mario Manningham. had no. They did not have Shockey. And I knew somebody was going to bring up old players that's way too old. Mario Toomer was not out there. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Shockey was not. That, that's how you Y'all know. know. I'm a I would like to take this time to apologize to Stephen. After further research, it appears that Jeremy Shockey and Amani Toomer were in fact New York Giants. At the time of Super Bowl 42, uh, I would like to apologize to the Pacquiao community at large. Accuracy is something that we take seriously here. This mistake will not be made again. Not by me, at least. Um, I will not, however, apologize to Giants fans, nor will I ever in the future. Snow that. Yeah, I thought Steve was about to say Jason Seahorn, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But now, nah, but talking on the, the whole thing, I mean... Wait, last, wa- he, like, he, last white quarterback Ma- that we've seen. Mario wife. Manningham was, was on one of those teams. So, yeah, no, yeah, he definitely was. He was yeah, a two, 2011 team. 2011 team, uh, Super Mario. Yo, I, I, I want to say something. Uh, Jason Seahorn is the last white cornerback of, like, note that we've ever seen, right? Yo, Bomani was having this discussion the other day. Yo, I never thought about that, bro. Like, there ain't yeah. no white cornerbacks. Facts. Yeah. It's, it's not. There's not. Like, if you look, it, it's funny. If you look up, um, they make him play safety. I, oh, uh, my dude, I am Tyler. He's from uh, from Barstool. Freaking, he brought it up the other day. Um, if you look at white cornerbacks, 
<laughs> or white cornerbacks, the only the closest things that you're gonna get is uh, <laughs> high level recruits <laughs> for going yeah. into college. Yeah, yeah, no, that that yeah, that's it. Who, that's who it. Will in, who will inevitably change positions by the time exactly. they make Yeah, no, exactly. it's crazy. And even and even at the safety position, like yeah, I used to, you know, what I'm saying like again, the last white great uh, safety I seen, I, I remember John Lynch. I mean, but you, I could point to more whites like Eric Weddle. I mean, yeah, I of course, of course, of course. Like it's it's a few of those at least. Like Harrison Smith, I don't know what he is. Listen, he man, white. listen. I I've noticed a long time that like yo, the league is segregated. Segre- like I've only seen white white players at linebacker, the lines, and I'm saying more so the offensive line than the D line. Let's be real. Fullback, <laughs> tight end. Justin yeah, I mean, is probably the last fullback love too <laughs> from the Niners. Yo, yo, Christian McCaffrey is holding it down. He is yo, holding word, it all. Uh, he is he is holding it all the way down. Anyway, just a, nah, just an interesting. I, I gotta get my Eli slander in, bro. You you ain't let me get in, bro. I oh, gotta oh, get you, my slander. <laughs> in, oh, oh, you didn't finish it. Oh, wait, hold on. Nah, wait, I, I, I would just like to start it. I would just like to add the one last thing. The run, the first run was the all the road warriors thing. I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah, my quarterback. That's my teammate. That was that year. Anyway, uh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, look, is he going to get in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. That's without a doubt. Those two rings alone are going to get him in there. But if we're being real, we're talking about a two-time Super Bowl MVP, right? So we're talking about a, a, a two-time Super Bowl MVP who in those two Super Bowls only had three touchdowns. Three. Three Come touchdowns. On. Yes. Three, all right? If you look up even Aaron Rodgers' numbers in in runs in the playoffs, he shits on Eli as well. But anyway, we're talking about also a guy who's only three games above 500 for his career, 113 and 110. Guy is a 60% passing guy for his career. He's been below 60 about seven of his years. Um... The guy, obviously, we know is a turnover machine. Two hundred thirty-five career interceptions. He's He's making a a great case right now. I'm telling you, bro. (laughs) Yards per attempt. This guy has only thrown over eight once in his career. We're 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 not making this argument in the presence of Derek. Based on this information, the the defendant is not here. The defendant is not here right now. Based on this information, Steve is providing. He should not get in the Hall of Fame. That's 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 just a fact. Thanks. He stinks. He has a 3% three-interception percentage rate. Nah, man. That's crazy to me, Nah, man. He came back last night. The comeback is on. And and that solidified Boza getting drafted. So now here we are. There's only one quarterback next year, pretty much. So they're going to draft Boza, let Vernon go, and then they're going to tank again and try to get to him. And the cycle goes again. Hmm. Um, I have to look at my Grim wrist. Future. I have to look at my wrist real quick. I'm saying the plays that Melissa drew up for me real quick. Uh, see if I missed anything. Yo, we covered anything. We oh, I said covered anything. We covered everything. We got everything. So I guess we could just go to last notes right now, cause bro, e- Eli Apple. Oh wait, hold on. Eli Apple, we still talking about? Oh him? no, we we nah, missed. I, uh... I was I was just about to say he just he he did he made he did amazing. He got out of New York and went to the Saints. Oh, what a come up! What a come up! The other and, thing, and about... he's doing horrible too, by the way. <laughs> well, uh... every time every Saints game I've been watching since then, that is just him getting cooked, flame bros or flagged. <laughs> um, well, he'll be getting cooked in the postseason this year. Um, another thing about the Saints, after obviously Des got hurt, 
That's why they was throwing up the X for every touchdown they damn near got on on uh, Sunday. But they signed Brandon Marshall. I'm not enthused about that. So you know they just need the depth at that point. I I yeah I'd be shocked if I see actual like like decent production. I'll be shocked if he even makes it to the playoff squad. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's this that's gonna be interesting. I want to see how that's gonna play out. Well, how it's gonna play out is that he's gonna be getting in those last games. Well, true, true, but. Like, they're let me, still let me see. Gonna what is, what is he going to do, seed. though? He's, yeah, he's, that's what I'm saying. They're still going to be playing for the first seed, and they're not I mean, really going to try to worry about integrating. Yeah, Brandon no, Marshall. actually, actually unless he's going to become some like super possession receiver. No, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually looking at their last week's cheat. Yo, they're they're scheduled now. I mean, that last week itself is against the Panthers. Week before that, Greg, 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 and the Steelers got him. So, and don't they still yeah. play the Falcons? I think too. Yo, actually, actually, the Panthers, it's two two of the last three games. And boy, do I hate that, man. We, we, we've been talking about this since last season. This whole, like, late late season stacking of division games is mad weird. It's so the, dumb. So, uh, it's uh, so they, dumb. They're basically playing a home and home in the last three weeks. That's mad weird. We played the Bengals the last week of the season, yeah, like, like similar to that. So that is kind of weird because it's like, at the end of the day, it, especially if we lock up the division before then, it's not even like that's going to be an intriguing game. So oh, speaking of the Bengals, man, we at for one week we're talking about Hugh getting compared to Michael Scott. <laughs> this week, he's Dwight Schrute. Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew, I knew Marvin Lewis was going to bring him back. I mean, yeah, that, that shit was an open that, secret. Yeah, but, yeah, because they were they was they was asking him about it beforehand. He, he uh, to me at that point, he just looking his homie out because was. That's, he's not gonna make a difference as far as that, I'm that's exactly it. I mean, and and I I have to respect it. Um, the only reason I respect it is because honestly, all the black head coaches they stick together, man. I mean, this is this is him taking care of his friend, um, and keeping the stats up there, giving his one of another black employee or black coach a a, a chance at another employment, especially because that that whole situation in Cleveland was it was a setup. And they just kept stringing it along, and this is something that you know they need to they need to get over. And this is a, a fresh start because he ain't really gonna have much to do. They, they literally, he's a specialist. He's an assistant. He's, he's, he's to assistant the to the regional. <laughs> he's an assistant wait, to the regional manager. Mar- Marvin Lewis said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna bring him in and have him help us on defense." First of all, he Jackson is an offensive mind. <laughs> right. what, 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 what do you mean he's gonna help you on defense? Like, what well, goes to well, show you, it's well, Marvin fucking Lewis. Well, they well they need it because they did they, they gave up like 50 points, which uh, I wasn't surprised that I saw that coming. Yo, for all the, all that we talk about, black coaches having trouble getting in, in the league. <laughs> Marvin Lewis got trouble getting out of the league. Like he's trying. He's tried every type of season that you could possibly have, and he's never, he's never gonna get, he's never gonna get out of Cincinnati, bro. Oh man, he got um, that Jason Garrett contract. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. really, it's the other way around. But <laughs> all right, uh, damn, I, I thought I had something left, but I don't got nothing. Nah, yeah, I mean. Look, it's it's getting down to the nitty gritty, man. We're gonna see this. This is the time of year where you 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 solidify your 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 feet. You know, you, your team either going go on and play well from here on out and go to the playoffs and see what happens, or they gonna fold and tank for a pick. Yeah, and I don't think there's no more fake teams from out from here on out. I hope not, because I'm trying. I'm tired of trying to be being confused and trying to figure it out. At this point, I think we got enough sample size of every team to know what they are, to some extent. 
Yeah, I don't I even mean, think the, it's the, a sample the, size anymore. The the Falcons is that's still a weird team, but I mean that that division's fun, honestly. To be honest. Oh, with you. yo, you know what I was about to say about the Hugh Jackson thing? This is totally off topic. Um, yo, that's one thing I haven't done yet, yo. I still haven't gotten somebody else a job. <laughs> you mean in general? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't got that. Much. That's that's bad for somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like I want people to rely on me. You feel me? That's a, that's an indictment on me. Indictment on me. Like they get my word. And they were like, ah, oh, this he, he gassing. <laughs> 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 this man has great work ethic. My friend has great work ethic. Shows up on time. They be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, bro. bro. We already yeah. got somebody else in mind. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, because uh, when people act, you know what? I'm not even gonna get on this subject. Cause anyway, uh, <laughs> anywho, I'm saying we are out. Thanks for listening to The Pocket Watch, a weekly football podcast produced by The Rec. For more from the show, follow us on Instagram at Pocket Watch Pod and on Twitter at The Pocket Watch. See you next time.